What's on the menu? Porn in school? And outside Melissa's box. Ding! All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. I am so excited for the return of your box and all that resides outside it. My box never left. Hello, Amy. How are you? I am very, very, very great. How are you, Melissa? I would think that after very, 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 you would say tired. Yeah, yeah. I give up on tired. Well, the good news is I I gave up on tired. Wait, that's an option? (laughs) (laughs) Tired? Fuck you. Well, I'm done. I, 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 I almost hate to even reference 2020 and the eons that it contains. I had lived so much of my life past the point of exhaustion that when 2020 hit, it helped me realize you don't actually, you're not required to remain in that state. And there is another state, which is not total beyond levels of no gas in the tank exhaustion. The point of no return. So... Prior to heading out of town, I did head out of town for a delightful, very long weekend, which was crazy great. I did my usual, which is to push myself past the point of exhaustion, point of no return, to accomplish all that was required so that I could go. And then slammed the brakes on hard and did the relaxy taxi and got to just be relaxed for the entire, I mean, physically relaxed. I didn't open, I didn't bring technology. I didn't open it. I didn't use it. I frequently would forget where my phone was. I don't have pictures, which is the only sadness. So I shut all of my life down and all of the other requirements down. And that is why I feel so great and relaxed, even though, yeah, it was a lot of travel and it was a lot of go different places. And there was some some heavy, really heart connected stuff that that makes your heart grow eight sizes too wide. And then also a little bit of sadness with people dealing with things. So, I mean, there was a lot it was super saturation in all the ways, but none of them felt like I'm also running a marathon and in a marathon that I'm that I have no chance of even participating in, but I'm somehow can't can't get out of. I'm gonna need one story from your from your trip. I'm gonna need, but first I will tell you that I was on, dear listener, I was on a piece of Amy's whirlwind trip. And the piece that I was on, I drove to Connecticut four and a half hours um, on a Thursday, and I drove home on a Friday. So you're kind of getting the sense of this trip. <laughs> it was, it was, it was a lot. But when you have people in your life that for you are a plug-in battery recharger. You must make the choice. It's your ride or die. Yeah. Especially when your bandwidth is just no longer visible <laughs> or functional to recharge. And when you have, you know, people who play that role, you got to do the drive. I drove all the way to Connecticut at record speeds. Good your for ways, you. Good for your you. ways. Thank you so much for alerting me to those two police officers that would have had me imprisoned for Amy's full stay in Connecticut, Rhode Island. <laughs> I follow ways like she's the Bible. Yes. And I'm a Christian. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. One of those. So, yeah. so 
Waze says exit here. Mm-hmm. And I look up and those big green signs that have the, this lane does this, this lane takes to this highway. The big green sign isn't green. The big green sign is red. And it says this exit closed. It even says below it, cerrado, if I only spoke Spanish. No toilet. So I didn't need the toy. Well, I, I did, but I needed to follow these directions not to get stuck in traffic and get uh, fucking home. So it says, do not exit here. And Waze says, exit here. And I'm like, uh, you guys need to talk because <laughs> I don't I thought know you what to knew this now. stuff. I thought they had to go through you Waze before they put up the traffic sign. Right? Don't they? Right. So as I'm looking at it and all the traffic on the left where I'm supposed to go oh, or no. where it's redirecting me is stopped there. I mean, it's just brake lights for hundreds of miles. Tiny exaggeration. Quick diversion. I exit. Quick diversion. Back in the day when I was a terrible dickhead in traffic, I used to drive a lot of traffic up and down the South Philly corridor back and forth from Delaware going to jobs. They had lane closures, and you had to merge, merge, merge. And I was a super dick, leaning on the horn, let me in. I'm getting over, acting like a total asshole. And the guy finally lets me over and his arms up in the shrug gesture, staring at me until I realized that it wasn't a lane closure. It was there was nowhere else for anyone to go. And all I was doing was cutting him off. <laughs> so I was acting like a total ass. And Do you still drive like that? Sweet. No, but I was leaning on the horn, and it was the kind of thing where – there was no reason for me to be acting like such an asshole in this whole way. And he sort of looked at me like, do you, do you get it now? Do you get why you're such an asshole? And I, I was like, I, I do get it. He, that was my final moment. He shamed me out of my, my, my South Philly rage. Did you have that was South, it? Did you, yes. Did you have South Philly rage when you were presented with this red, no intro, no regato? I was panicked. Domo I didn't have Mr. rage. Regato? I don't, I don't drive with rage ever since that one what? guy shot through a car to a woman and hit her in the belly and killed her. Uh, I, I think everybody's got a... I think everybody's got a gun in their car and and I (laughs) loser and I don't have rage anymore. Oh, come on. So I I pull off. I pull off anyway, even though it says the road is closed. And as I'm exiting that ramp, I'm not, I'm not a rule follower. Are you in a Hollywood movie? You know what? They never finished that overpass. Keanu Reeves has got to come for you. What are you doing? I'm not the only car doing it. I'm not on my own. So on the side where there's cement, that keeps you from falling off to the road below and the metal uh, girders that hang over the cement. All of the metal girders are off. You are and there in are, Hollywood. There are six uh, emergency vehicles and 15 men in uniform looking over where the girders were oh and just the God. cement is like scratching their head in their testicles saying, how the fuck did that happen? And I just drove by them and had no traffic whatsoever. And I kept going. And then I thought, Somebody obviously is dead and dismembered, but I'm going to make it home to get. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I don't even understand what just happened. You are a fucking vagabond vigilante. I was a savage. I was like, I'm going. And it's like almost like there's a roadblock and I went around it just to get home to a toilet. Here's my question. Here's the real, the real topic here. Yeah. How does Waze have such authority over your life? It just happened. Over oh, your life. You're like, this is her. it. I, I There's a bubbling lava pit and Waze says drive through it. And you say, gun it. Here Have we go. Have you ever not followed her directions? Of course. <laughs> and then How sat- can you ask that question? I'm sorry. Hang on. Hi, I'm, I'm Amy. I'd like to meet you for the first time. Yes, I don't follow those instructions. When Even when I choose to follow them, I don't follow them. 
when she gets directions and I don't follow them, I am always sorry. So I don't, I listen to everything she says from that, from then on, I will not do anything off her plans. She knows what she's talking about. And she got me through that. I could have been sitting there for four hours as they tried to peel a body in a car. And I, I like, I, I, I nope. don't, the whole, there's so much about this that I, that I have done back that I don't understand. You drove through a crime scene, an yeah, active that's what I did. An active crime scene. Just happened, yes. To save yourself traffic time. Yeah. Also evading law enforcement. Yeah. Keep who, going. Who, who were at the crime scene yeah, that you yeah. drove through because your computer phone told you to. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. And, I hope and, the computer phone doesn't say rise in the middle of the night with a knife walk Well, if to she the did, I would floor. listen. Also, that means that the next at least 20 miles that I'm driving, there will be no authorities because they are literally all standing at that this bone overpass, the pavement. scratching their heads going, how You're the awful. fuck did she do that? Oh, my stars. And I was closer. I also talked to a girlfriend on the phone for the majority of that four-hour drive. Yeah. And she made it go so much faster. Oh, I usually, good, on the good, way up, good. I listen to music, sometimes a podcast, sometimes an aud- an audible book. Yes. This one human talked me through, tell me what you see now. Is there you the best places? Ooh, we started to write a book called, Oh, the Places You Can Poop. Perfect. And I am Only has so- three chapters. <laughs> I am so excited. It's kind of like a list book, but it's great for the holidays. So give it to the ones you love. Um, We will be getting that out for next year for the holidays. I like it. And hopefully, you know, we'll still be here to promote it. I'll write the forward. I love it. I got a great opportunity to see some of my nearest and dearest. Sadly, I did not get to see them all because my portion of your trip was cut short by heading down to the shore house to meet the builder and, and all of that stuff. And you continued on to Newport, Rhode Island. I did. It's actually the whole purpose of this trip was to come up for a 50th birthday from my sweet, sweet friend, Tom. And that conversation, which was just going to be a weekend at a we as we frequently say, I'll repeat it again, with this crew, we usually pick a city, pick a hotel and that's it that's the bulk of the visit you just the point is to be somewhere seated laughing usually rolling on the floor for the duration and we honestly we do better when we pick places that don't have a lot going on because you don't feel like you're missing it because you're not going to go do it so this all was predicated on it's a 50th birthday for proximity reasons let's all go to Rhode Island there's some things there to see we have a nice meal whatever let's do it we get a cute Airbnb it'll be delightful I have to tell you how outside my box this was. I have truly spent, I don't know, two years. I I, I have truly spent not seeing people, not doing anything, not traveling, not being near. And this was outside my box, going and being in gen pop places like, I don't know, restaurants, which were not crowded. I'm, I'm going to admit we were the only people in Aaron's restaurant when we ate all of her tacos. Well, it was a private event, so it was invited only, and there was like the mayor. So, I mean, you have a different comfort Oh, no, no. I mean, when I was there. Oh, oh, when, oh. When I was there. So, it was a private event because it was just us, probably prior to opening. But we ate everything that their restaurant offered, and it really was for me to go anywhere completely outside my box. And, again, the only reason that I could muster anything was because – you have to have humans in your life who are your batteries. 
and who are your cables to recharge. And if you don't have it in the form of people, have it in the form of something. I am curious, dear listener, if there is something that recharges your battery. Is it a vacation to Florida? Is it a special property somewhere where you can unplug and not be a part of society? I would love to hear what you use to recharge. Please write us at brilliantobservations at gmail.com or just type it right onto that fancy Facebook, Brilliant Observations or Brillob Squad, or find us on Instagram or Twitter at Listen Brilliant and use your thumbs and tell us <laughs> what do you do to recharge yourself? You're asking me what I do to recharge myself. It, it is absolutely people. And that's part of the reason that it was interesting. You you have mentioned, and really only in broad strokes, how much it took for you to get there. Every single one of us had a private moment where we looked each other in the face and said, you know what? On Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday night, when my flight is leaving at 530 in the morning, the next morning on Thursday, I looked around and said, I cannot go on this thing. I can't do this. I have right. to not go. All of us had our very legitimate reasons of I cannot go. And they were big and weighty and heavy reasons of why I cannot go. And we still all decided, and yet I can't not go. So that, when you talk about recharge, these are the friendships that we would love to in some way inspire, uh, help you participate in, remind you that you've had or give you the idea that they're still out there waiting for you or even on some level like pantomime with you here be a be a kind of little model for you here in our we're, pretend, we're willing to be those friends to you in our pretend relationship with you because it's all <laughs> it's so one-sided because we you know because you're not here with us right now you're listening after the fact that's what I mean so yeah these are the relationships that absolutely are the blood in my veins. They are the thing pumping through my heart and keeping me going. So it was an absolutely yes. Brian? It is crazy. And it was a wonderful escape, even for me, if it was only 24 hours and a weird, I don't know, driving nightmare. Uh, but I have to say what I was escaping from here, not personal, but was the other night we had a school board meeting. And at the school board meeting, you know, I feel like I live in the semi-Northeast and there's a more enlightened, you see, I was going to say enlightened, but I'm going to take it back to fewer people mind critical race theory being taught because A, it's not, and B, they know it's not, and C, <laughs> shut up, not. Yeah. and D, if they tell you to wear a mask, wear a fucking mask. Like, there's fewer people as you go further north, you're like, I have rights. Like, it's just, it's just a, maybe I'm totally, I'm sure I'll cut this out. Nonetheless, I want to say, I don't expect at my school board meeting that people are going to protest imaginary elves that live on shelves. Like, it's not, <laughs> it's not really a thing. So we have real things to worry about. Let's talk about them. Our cases are rising. Our We no longer separate six feet. We do three feet. Like we have things. We are still masked in school. So somebody stands up and he says, how could you do this to our children? They are only hindered when they're in school. These are innocents and their families don't approve. Okay, 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 okay. All right, stuff it in your pocket. It's all during a public comment at the very end where the school board doesn't answer. It's just people's chance to vent. 
Well, it seems we have a fabulous progressive librarian at our high school. Okay. And she might be doing the ordering for middle school also because there is a book in the library at our high school called All Boys Aren't or Are Blue. Now, I cannot shout loud enough from a high enough surface to share that representation is more than important. It is everything. You are raising children and you need them to not feel like foreigners, stranger in a strange land. You need them to not feel like aliens and to express themselves and to be represented in the world. When the Eternals came out and there was a deaf Eternal, what do you think the deaf community did? Do you think they said, so what? Or do you think they said, oh my God, we are represented as a fucking superhero. It's amazing to see you represented in the world, especially in a positive way. Well, it seems there's a book in our library that represents gay teens, uh, maybe even um, black gay teens. So a parent who already screamed about masks and critical race theory and everything else, which is wildly irrelevant, starts reading, you get three minutes of comment, starts reading three minutes of porn at a school board meeting. <laughs> you have a middle school book about black gay porn? Yeah, I think it was in the, from the high school. But yes, it could go to the middle school. If a middle schooler wants it, they can request it. It'll go there. Why? Why is there porn at school? It's a, it's a coming of age book. Yeah, about, it is. But, <laughs> but I don't, I've never heard anybody read or object to the coming of age ones for straight teens because they're <sighs> definitely in the library. And what are you talking? It's like Henry Miller level. Keep level, going. Level. No, it's, it was... Um, Oh, dear listener, you can I don't find know it you on think, YouTube. No, 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 no. He was reading it. If you roll up here with the title of the book and mention that it talks about porn and we already have an illicit rating and you choose not to reveal the porn, I smite you. No, I don't have it. Well, I'll tell you where you can find it. I can find it right now. And you can cut out the dead air. I'm going to actually look for the poor. She never does this. She Goose never searches anything. I don't even, would you call it all boys, all boys are blue? Aren't blue, maybe? All right. And it just right. talks about first it gay experiences. I got this. All. It talks about first gay experience. <laughs> it talks about being attracted. It talks about even the logistics of it and how awkward and how. His front was on my back as I was, and he's reading three minutes during this meeting. And I mean, it was kind of, it was kind of great and kind of shocking all at the same time because I couldn't see the school board's faces because this was on a Zoom. And I thought, is this really what's happening right now? Then the next person followed him and they read the next three minutes of this, of this book. And I thought, you guys are obsessed. Your kids have two choices. One, to check it out and get turned on and excited by it. Or two, had to have nothing to do with it. Why is this? Nobody would have known about this book. Like, or 10 people would have known if they did not bring it to a school board meeting and read six full minutes of it. Okay. Oh, do you have it? Uh, it? First of all, you're completely right. 
Would you like oh, to? Would you like age, that as a drop? <laughs> wait, and the age range is 14 to 18. This book is written for these kids to, okay. to go ahead. Sorry. It, so it was difficult for me to to do the search because I, I can't not listen to you when you're talking. So I, I prioritized that and my brain didn't do the world's best search. I found on Goodreads, which tells me a little bit about the book and shows that it has 16,000 plus four almost five star ratings it has a 4.28 rating and better than 3,000 actual reviews the book cover is stunningly gorgeous it's an illustration of a black boy must be black man boy with this crazy flower headdress you said man boy well he's like he's like a man boy and i'm not going to do that right now in a series of personal essays Prominent journalist and LGBTQIA plus activist George M. Johnson explores his childhood, adolescence, and college years in New Jersey and Virginia, from the memories of getting his teeth kicked out by bullies at age five, to flea marketing with his loving grandmother, to his first sexual relationships. This young adult memoir weaves together the tales and triumphs faced by black queer boys, both a primer for teens eager to be allies, as well as a reassuring testimony for young queer men of color, All Boys Aren't Blue, covers topics such as gender identity, toxic masculinity, brotherhood family, structural marginalization, consent, and black joy. Boom. Johnson's emotionally frank style of writing will appeal directly to young adults. So you can suck my whole ass crack, is what I'm saying. I'm in. I'm down. I love it. Right? It sounded like, oh my God, keep reading and wait, what are you doing in front of the school board? And he said, do you want me to go on? And I thought, yes, please (laughs) go on. (laughs) Of course I want more. I live for this shit. This is exactly what, you know, I've taken the subway a thousand billion jillion times. (laughs) I used to live in Manhattan. So a bajillion, kagillion times. And I have looked across from me while sitting down on that commute and seen somebody who was reading erotica. And I have literally watched their face turn from white to pink to fire engine red and then look up from their book to see who was watching them make eye contact with me. And all I did was nod at a girl. Like, I am a huge fan both of literature, both of expressing (sighs) all of these tough these memoirs it's a memoir these essays and again representation 99.9 percent of this stuff is is hetero half of it's crap but hetero uh, I can't see myself really to do this it's a service he's doing and our librarian for identifying this buying this book and stocking it in our library was doing God's work. Bring it, crazy man amen. from the school board meeting. Hey, fucking man. So even out of context, it must have, I mean, you sat there and listened to this, right? I sure did. I loved it. <laughs> even out of context, were you getting something that this is? Warm? I was getting warm. Yeah. <laughs> is that what you're asking? No. What I'm oh, truly sorry. asking as an actual question. Yeah. Completely out of context, which was his intent. Yes. In presenting it in this way. Yes. Shot. He was goal was to shock. Yes. yes. He had he had an agenda, as is the favorite word, lobbed yeah. at us so frequently. Yeah. Right. Even in that context, could you get from the language used that this was not designed simply to sexually as stimulate? Porn. Yes. That this Absolutely. was that this was this was a, a work of 
writing of I want to call it fiction, but it's not. It's a memoir. It's art. It was really art because the way he described it was it was storytelling. I yeah. don't know what to do. This is my first experience. I don't know what to think because everything he had seen before was on TV and very heteronormative and of very. Of course, this is the emotional angle of our bodies ourselves. This is somebody talking through which yes. doesn't get shared. Yes, and would, yes. This is taking a hidden, truly closeted moment. And making it accessible for people who need that conversation. Do you know how many first-time conversations we have, all good and all totally destructive and everything in between, about first-time sexual experiences for kids? How many of us have seen, you know, Fast Times at Ridgemont High? I hated that fucking movie. And it's sickening and gross to me to even watch it because what's captured in that film is a lot of uncomfortable, uneasy, frankly, probably sexual predatory behavior happening you know one to the other and the other the back and forth all the stuff that gets navigated in good ways and not so good ways he talked about you know afterwards never having done this before how it felt and how like being sore and and wondering if that's how all of the feelings the emotions the thoughts the doubts all of those came out it was beautifully written and it's kind of like Somebody reading you Shakespeare, like from Brooklyn in a choppy, yo, uh, <laughs> is it, is it a lark? No, it wasn't a lark. It was the, it was the nightingale. It was like, wait, to what? To be this, or right? not to be? I don't know, be? Like it just. That's the question. It just, and even with that, the writing was, was strong enough for me to be like, <laughs> oh, this poor kid. Oh my God. In this high school, middle school, high school there are children who will really benefit from reading and knowing, A, I'm not alone. B, oh, that is a way it could feel if this situation. I'm just thrilled with the librarian for stocking that library. And I was shocked by this jackass who got up there to read it. And a little, you know, titillated by what well, he read. I, I have more questions than I have answers. Do you what kind of children does this person have? Female or male? How did this awareness of this book come into his purview? If not for having it come home or come home to the dinner table conversation, which kind of is the por- purpose of this book? You remember that people said this is good for kids who want to be allies. So if the conversation came home and it wasn't directly, I need this book for me, then maybe it was, I can't believe this book is making the rounds because I'm shocked and scared by it. It's too much for me. I don't like it. I don't know what to do. And the table conversation should turn into, well, let's let's figure out what that's like. There's lots of, you know, sexuality is a very big place. It means a lot of things for different people. What, let's, what does that book really mean? Who was reading it? Why were they reading it? What's the picking on people situation? All the conversations you can envision happening, happening at your house. <laughs> but then having happening, I take I take my uh, my very, very tightly focused lens and immediately pretend that that kitchen table went something along the lines of. I hope you knock the book out of that little bleepity bleep bleep kid's hand and then stuff them in a locker and I'm going to go and have this school written up and then we're going to burn it to the ground and put giant red flags ringing the front of the school because no way. I got on a plane yesterday and there was a man with a ball cap turned around so that the back of the ball cap on his forehead had the embroidered words proud boy. And he walked (gasps) down the aisle of the plane past me and I was... So d- uncomfortable yeah, knowing that word. he was on the plane, 
I really started to strategize. Is there a way that I can get off this plane? Is there something that I can do to not be a part of this plane? Is he going to cause trouble, un- uncertainty and unsafety for everyone here? We were flying out of Atlanta. It was a majority not white plane. It, it was a majority people of color plane. And here he just, and he was a giant. He was not a, a skinny, scrawny. So I you're mean, watching him like he's a ticking time bomb I, about to do There was a guy on the plane with a dog. There were a lot of people on the plane that, that it's like, this was, what's, what's going to happen? It started to feel like Hollywood, like your exit off ramp. It's like, this is not a typical, typically you get on a plane and it's people who are stereotypically in their lane and they just sit down and they shut up. And this was, okay, so the the dog could cause a problem. The masks could cause a problem. The overweight people Those could cause a problem. Those are the known problems, the, right. The, the mix of races could cause a problem. The turbulence could cause a problem. The lack of peanuts. Like, I'm just starting to think, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And really what stuck out to me is... The ignorance could cause a problem. <laughs> really what stuck out, stood, out, stood out to me was the physical response that was immediate and difficult to tamp down and I'm fucking on his air quotes team because he doesn't air quotes have a problem with me by yeah, sight. Yeah, that's not a team any of us want to be imagine, on. Imagine, <laughs> imagine, imagine what his targets must have felt like on that in, in his day-to-day life, buying shit at Starbucks, the stewards and stewardesses taking care of him. You know, just I always think, how do you fucking walk around in the world? And how does everybody? It was just so gross because he immediately rankled me physically in such a way where I wanted the widest possible berth. I didn't want to have anything to do with him. And anything that I if I was in a situation to have to have something to do with him, I would have overpolited myself. I would have made sure that they we're not going to have any kind of problem. You're just going to go about your way. What I really wanted to do was not have his point of view on this planet so it's a very weird response coming back to the book for full circle well for you it is magnified because you're in this microcosm I'm of the world and I'm in you a bomb. are and exactly oh, in the to, air i'm in a bomb come I'm in from a away in the sky i'm in yeah. a bomb i just yeah there's no room it in here for some terrifying crazy yeah, yeah 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 anyway to bring it full back full circle to Senior crazy. Sorry, yeah. I don't know why I say that. I'm, it's to bring it full back to Mr. Because who reads porn well, in a school Well, he doesn't have to be a senior. <laughs> I mean, Latin people would not fucking do this because all Latin yeah, people true. are great. So, okay. <laughs> so, we don't stereotype. So, okay, proud girl. <laughs> so, he's so he's there reading this, attempting to shame everyone, making people uncomfortable out of... It would be uncomfortable, period, to read it in a classroom with the teacher going, let's all read about this sexual yeah, experience. Yeah, that's eyes to head. Yeah, it goes right from I, your eyes into your brain. I feel like I want to read that at home, maybe, and not really with all of you watching. Don't make your eyebrows up. That's gross. So it's not read that it kind of... Home. Stop it, stop it, subway porn. Okay, so <laughs> he's reading it, right? Yeah. And then, do you want me to go on? And then, what... Is the school board, what are people even doing at this point? He was, so that's he the was, interesting part. Because he had a platform that yep. could not be taken away. So he right. could go for his length of time. Senator, it's I my right. reclaim my time. Yeah. Oh, I've used that twice so far. Oh. Yeah, I love it. Um, as just a, a refocuser of, of, I did it once when I was driving. I'm like, I reclaim my mind is how it came <laughs> out of my mouth. Like, 
I see the dog leg of fear and cycling downward that you're doing and I'm going to reclaim my mind. Focus, go straight. Pull out of this crazy tailspin. I love that. So at the, there's a point at the end of the, just logistically, there's a point at the end of the meeting where there's public comment and people get up and they, the school board does not have to answer. They get three minutes each to say something crazy and without fail they do and that's it. There is no reaction except for the fact that the woman who read after him, who spoke after him, read the next three minutes of the book. So I got six full minutes. So they were tag teaming it. They were. They had stacked the deck. They did. And uh, the guy before them said something about the book as well, which means to me that there was a dinner. There was a meet. I'm sure no masks. There was a a, a (laughs) meeting. Where they all got together to talk about. I bet they served floppy chicken. I bet you it was semi-raw or crispy burned. One or the other. It's not perfect. Well so anyway, steak. Yeah. they got together to discuss this book in another private platform where they agreed to all come out. So there were three of them. And then there was somebody who said, hi, guys, my name's Joni. Because you have to say your name and where you live, right? Hi, I'm Joni. I live in blah, blah, Crazy blah. town. Yeah. And she, well, this one said, I want to let you know, I think you guys are doing a great job. You have a lot of stuff that's thrown at you, which is totally irrelevant to the job you're doing and blah, blah. I think the way you show up, don't get paid, take crap from people is amazing. You guys are heroes. And and I was like, all right, let's not say heroes, but all right. I like her. There was three people to support. Do I like Joni? There were three people to support them. But they weren't crazy, so it had less of an effect. Does that make any sense? Yes. Yes. It's more effective to be batshit than it is. Like when I'm watching TikToks, I'm like, oh, that was sweet. Swipe. And then you see somebody throw hot soup in somebody else's face because blah, blah, blah. That gets your attention. That has you wrapped in and checking to see what else that crackhead has done. I don't want it to be that way. I want it to be reversed where the people who do the kind things and the people who step up and and do the right thing get more attention and praise and are raised it's up. It's almost at a point, this is probably adjacent to what you're saying, but it sounds like their attempt at shock and convert turned into sit and shut up, right? It's like nobody really was interested in thank you and okay, your three minutes are over. And the comment is, and now we're moving on because of your irrelevance. So, I mean, I feel like that's even better than an hour-long debate that makes the news with Sally, you know, Jesse Raphael out front with the microphone going, and here we are at the at the school board meeting, and what do you think, and what do you think? And, and they God could for standing have. up for these kids who are all heteronormative because who's going to stand up for them if not for the entire globe of heteronormative people? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but And they could have because the, fa- the facts that he gave weren't accurate. So it could have been a dialogue of, that's not even true. I don't know why. Why you? No, no one engaged. I'm, I'm not. Sit down, Chuck. I want to. I want to sidebar this, but or whatever. I just broaden the conversation. I'm curious. What's your general philosophy? More porn. No, oh, sorry. my my. It's truly, that's the question <laughs> because I have. I'll I'll couch it this way, and then you can respond to it if that's all right. Yeah. So my dear dear friend Sims, her husband has passed. God rest him. He was a lot older than she was, and he was dealing with lifelong chronic diabetes. So the combination didn't work out well for him. He was actually Robin Williams, uh, one of his roommates in college at Juilliard. So 
uh, and they were in, he was in Aquarius. Anyway, he's a big Broadway dude, and he was here working at the very highfalutin uh, conservatory college, and that was his professor. That was his sort of second act life thing was teaching over there. So as a consequence of their lives and their marriage, they never once ever, 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 ever censored any of their language or any of their lives with and around their kids. So McCullough had the opportunity to see and say everything and go to the shows that were way, way adult and above and read anything and listen to anything. It was never, it was, because it was in no way filtered. Right. What, what happened was the conversations around and after it were where the filtering came in. But the exposure was, I expose you to everything always. It was almost like the broadest spectrum inoculation. Like, I don't know. Well, I'm not a big fan. I feel like I don't like the word gatekeeping. And this is this, and I don't like throttling. I don't like any of that kind of stuff. And yet, I do feel like there are some there are some really long stair steps. And the step might be like when you're when you're out in the field, and they make the steps like it's a five walk step, and then you go up one instead of just a regular stair step. I feel like there's some platforms, there's some levels where developmentally you can ease into. Right, you're not ready developmentally. You can for... meter it out. So it. So I feel. So I'm moving this book and the conversation around it to the side because there may have been a developmentally age-appropriate level of access to this information in the same way that I don't want third graders looking at fast times at Ridgemont High of any sexuality, uh, of, of any level of sexuality. It's not, I don't think that's okay. I don't think it's good. So where do, are you on the Sims? And my friend's name is Sims. Are you on the Sims scale? In terms of see it all, say it all, and let's just talk about it, even if it's shocking and scary. Even I'm if it- definitely on a let's talk about it, but I'm on a let's talk about everything on your level of talking about it. No, I, I this book specifically is in the high school, and it's for okay. 14 to 18 year olds. It's written that way. It's there. Girls is- are girls are are in womanhood. There you go, Annie. Girls are in womanhood at that stage. Right. Boys are, are capable of of procreating at that stage they don't know what the fuck they're doing but they can remember I told you I sent my son to college with a box of condoms and I said if you're mature enough to have sex you're mature enough to buy these condoms yourself Um, so I definitely feel like as my kids grew up there was exposure and on their on all right let's take Greece I've told this story before but when Mallory was like seven or eight we went to see Greece I'm not going to shelter a child from Greece. Greece is the most fun musical, first musical for any kid. And she said, Mom, things that would have gone over the heads of all of the other children. No, nothing has ever gone over Mallory's head <laughs> in her life. Nothing has ever gone. Over. I've gotten phone calls from her kindergarten teacher that said, I'm really annoyed. Oh, and I was devastated. She said <clears throat> that we can't use sarcasm anymore in our classroom because <laughs> your children, one after the other, because they're masters. only a year apart, they're screwed masters. us. Because, yeah. right. So when she said to me, what does it Their mean? Their level that- of, of uh, practice is too high. Right. So when they go back and forth, the the aide and the teacher and my kid, while during a handwriting thing goes <laughs> about something they said, and they're like, oh my God, he got it. Like that's fucked up that he's six and he just understood a higher left right so she said mom 
What does it mean that Riz has got a bun in the oven? Oh. Well, <sighs> wait for okay. the wait for the line about four uh acts four minutes later where she says, uh, "Lady with a baby, coming through." Coming through. Exact. Well, so she said so she said that and I'm like, "Honey, it's right in the middle of the show. Save your questions till the end." <laughs> was my answer. <laughs> Save your questions to the end. All you will need- be revealed in Broadway. Save your questions to the end. I'm not going to sit here and discuss it now cuz then I think maybe that's when I think that's maybe when they said lady with a baby as she went by again in the oven. Yeah. Okay. So we got in the car and I said, Hey, I know you wanted to talk a little bit during the show. Is there, are there any questions that you had that I can answer for you? No, she was over it. Like it passed. So I needed that one resolved and it's done. Thanks. Next. So that one was over. But when it comes to her asking questions, I try, or used to, I think there's nothing my children don't know anymore, or at least they think that. I tried to answer questions on their level. When I had somebody who thought that oral sex was talking about sex with your mouth, like just talking about it, I was thinking, okay, (laughs) if that's what you, this could be fine. This, who are you talking to about this? Do you want to... It became, you are of an age, maybe it's time you know about certain things. Like, I don't want to be the one to tell you, but I will correct you if you're wrong, and I will meet you where you are, maturity level to understand. I know that a 13-year-old cannot handle what an 18-year-old can. I don't want a 13-year-old really reading that book and thinking, Oh, I should be doing this. Right. And so you've said it's appropriate for 14-year-olds. I mean, it's 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 a tricky one. It's a tricky one because it is always a case-by-case basis. Right. There are Each some, kid develops There are some 10-year-olds who are ready. Savvy and frankly, as fuck. And frankly, who desperately need this book for all that it contains, including, not the exception, including the passages that were read you know, with such titillating fanfare at the public forum. That's what it was. It was titillating fanfare. I'll give you the link. (laughs) And I want to tell you something. I think she took it down. But at the time, I had a child who made a TikTok that said, what the fuck gay TikTok, gay book talk is going on at this school? Like she just blew him out of the water. I think she took it down. But, you know, when... A 17-year-old looks at you as a grown-ass man with your objections at a school board meeting and says, you're an asshole. Like, what an ignorant asshole. You need to re-examine your life if you are being put in your place on the cheesiest of fun platforms. Shut the fuck up. Go home. My other favorite part of all this, it's occurring to me as I'm listening along, their intent in bringing this to the the school board's (laughs) attention in this way was not to affect change. Their intent was to make sure that everyone knows they went on record as being against it. And those are two totally different things. If they wanted to affect change, they would have written a letter to the administrators and the library and put all this in there and said, I'm very concerned for these reasons, and I think this is something that we should discuss publicly at the school board with, pres- with you know, in some such a way, and or here's what we want, is this book removed or restricted access? And or none of that put came behind up. the counter like the all, condoms all they wanted, that need. Right. All they wanted was to have some sort of, you know, neighbors and reporters Platform. to be able to see, we don't like EU. And that, that's not changing anything. 
That doesn't even get you what you pretend to want, which is to protect others from this kind of information, right? It's just, it's laughable. It's laughable. Good for you, Brian. While I was gone, the teen, the middle teen was here with a car by himself, manning the ship, taking care of go to school on Friday. His dad and the youngest were in Florida. I was in the multi-state jaunt circuit Mm -hmm. docket. Older brother was away at school. He was here. Get yourself to school. Take the car. Be here for the weekend. Watch the dog. That's what he did. And he and his older brother concocted a plan for him to go pick him up at school and drive him home on Sunday. So we don't have to wait till next week and we don't have to do that trip. And older brother dropped a dime on teen brother for driving too fast on the highway. So I went three times with this setup. That's kind of amazing. Does Rocco not have finals or are they virtual or are they, they were all done? He had he had requested oh. a late checkout, which is what I call it. <laughs> yeah. Friday Friday was the absolute last day and there was sort of like a big party happening on Saturday. So he was sort of like, Man, I kinda don't want I'm like, You're not missing that shit. We'll get you home. Figure it out. People live in Texas. They have ways that they make them stay here, right? So he he had to be out by, I'm going to guess, the 15th or something. So with my schedule, I was like, yeah, I'll probably be getting you Tuesday night, something like this, because I can't do it any other time. And and then he was like, well, what the fuck am I sitting here for? My party's over. So on Sunday, they used the think method, pooled resources. I love the think method. I love it when teenagers use the think, think method. I think they had access to the think method uh. and they're master practitioners. So Do you I know very why? Very, when very they excited. were in high school, they read all the books. That's, That's why it. they That's have it. access. Even the boys are not blue books. Actually, they didn't. I feel like, is that, now do I have to get this book and like put it in the house somewhere? No, I just thought it was really, I thought it was really beautiful to represent non-mainstream and to let everybody know or let anybody know. It's not even letting everybody know. It's letting those who need to know that you are not crazy. You are not different and wrong and and everything everybody's experience is different here's another one that relates so much more to you it's information you're having urges you're you're moving your body is moving into a state where it's telling you things that you need and that you will do and then the question is okay but i am i am alone on a desert island i don't know how to brush my teeth i just feel that my teeth are covered in something and they this can't be how teeth are supposed to feel, right? And then along comes a book on dentistry. And you're like, oh, my God. I'm so grateful <laughs> for you. The art of brushing, chapter just two. What? It's in for fucking mission about what your body is and how it works and how to care for it best. Because other people, pro tip, have been there before. You are not alone on a desert island. And you're not a pioneer at this. You're right. not the first. Come on. So Learn from me. Don't reinvent right. the wheel. You'll be there a long time. You'll make lots of mistakes. And Learn P.S. From it isn't fair that everybody else around you is in the we all know how to te- take care of our teeth club because we talk about it in ways that everybody talks about shit that you don't have. Like that's just I hate that. So, yeah. And every TV show is all about the art of brushing your teeth and, and late night if brushing If you have teeth. these teeth. Right. Not there's like even your teeth. teeth there's yeah. even Teeth Hub where you could go on there <laughs> and watch. Always with you. Always with rookies. you. And we're back. Good watch night. amateur amateur teeth brushing. Can I just say, I don't think I would feel a socio-emotional connection to the woman across from me on the subway platform reading porn. I don't feel like I would I would be into watching the blood rise in the cheeks and then staring in the face to say, I do see you, and I watch the whole thing, and also, thanks, and congratulations. I don't feel like that would be my go-to move on Tuesday night coming home from work.
Like like she was wearing white socks. You are some subversive delight. She was wearing white socks with Birkenstocks what or knockoff Birkenstocks and okay, her toes so were curling. I was listening oh to music God. at the time and I had a newspaper in my hand and I was like, yeah, you did. What is happening over there? You go, woman. <laughs> she was she was digging it. That and I was nuts. Uh, but I figured you can't just get into that for two stops. Like she must be going all the way to the end of this. Right. Because you can't. Pop in, pop out. You need to marinate in that situation. Most definitely. I don't know that I would be whipping that shit out on a train either. I mean, I don't know. A busy, a busy after work train, but I'm not going to mention Jeffrey Tubin. I know it's a, it's an oft traversed uh, topic here, but that, that maybe I was going to say, maybe she needed a little release on the way home from her stressful work day. I don't know. Can't you wait till you get home or to like, aren't, aren't there, aren't there, porn closets in public places aren't we in Amsterdam I don't know I don't feel like I would have engaged in that way I'm I don't even feel like I could have watched it oh I dug it I probably would have been too embarrassed to watch it I probably would have been like oh my god 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 and I would have told everybody (laughs) for the rest of my life every single second you know my parents never talked about shit like that I really feel like this came this this freeness and this attitude came from what I didn't have growing up and what my group of friends kind of opened a door to this shit <laughs> to a, a degree of comfort with your sexuality that I hadn't had before I hit college. Does that make me nervous to send my daughter to college? Fuck yeah, it does. Oh, <laughs> but, come on. But I, I definitely think it, it can't. I was going to say it can't hurt. It absolutely could. All right. Somebody wrote us with a 30 what? second thing. <gasps> Are you but kidding? I, but I forgot what it was. So. Oh, my God. Well, I have consciously, you you gave me the tip off, don't go in the private club. Because when you go in the private That's club. That's where it was. Don't okay. go in the private club. Because in the private club is information, people giving lists, suggestions. And I don't want you to be spoil spammed or whatever it's called. Uh, what is it called? What is it called when that happens? A spoil sport to have it ruined. To Okay. Uh, I got it. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's exactly where it was. Thank you for not going there. Okay. All right. Um, who's got the 30 second contaminated? Timer? That's the word. Is that the word you were looking for 10 minutes ago? Yeah, I found okay. it. So hater. this, I'm a lover, <laughs> not a hater. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm never ready. All Let's right, go. I am opening up my timer on my clock, <laughs> on my clock app, which is what Does opening the timer. TikTok. Give you agita. It, my body started to react a little bit. I'm like, Ooh, timer. Quick, 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 quick pulse. Stopwatch. I'm just going to okay, hit it for, it for 30 seconds. I okay? okay. Yes. I want you and I'm going to just do a tick marks for each one that you get. I'm not counting. I'm not watching the clock. I'm answering your You're not clocking your or counting. You're just shouting out I'm answers. I'm here to work for oh you. Oh my God. I'm so nervous. I'm your work monkey. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hitting me. All right. Give me 30 seconds. Yes. Synonyms for female genitalia. Go. Cunt. Labia. Slit. Clit. Uh, vagina, vagina, uh, cave, hole, uh, lips, love pocket, uh, Mount Vesuvius, man in the boat, um, <laughs> inflagrante delicto, uh, stop, slip and slide, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any. I, this was a better topic for you. I don't have any slang. Man in a boat. 
don't have any. I don't have like pet names. Oh, cat! I should have said pussy. I hate that word. That's why it didn't come to me. That's so funny. That's the first one that everybody says. I believe you got 13. I was laughing pretty hard. Um, <laughs> I believe you got my 13. My favorite is that my son is probably here on the first floor. And I now <laughs> start right. shouting out with no context. Because he can't hear. Because you're in my cans. You're just in the headphones. Oh, so all he hears is right. me start shouting out X-rated genitalia-based synonymity. Synonymity. Um, that one comes to us courtesy of Ms. Annie. Annie, of course it does. During oh, a conference it. of some sort, she absolutely won this. Um, dear listener, if you would like to share both synonyms for lady genitalia, because I am all in, I've heard like hatchet, like <laughs> never mind. Ew, yeah. I, I, no, I, I've heard, how about how about pussy? That would be like the number oh, one. That's like a top three. In. Uh, uh, coochie. How about uh, choch? The chocha. How about uh, that's it? I'm out. It's the more. clock that fucks you. Is the point of this exercise? Let me tell you, we used to do when my kids were teeny tiny, sixty seconds at the counter. I gave them sixty seconds to use all of the words that they weren't sure they were allowed to know or use because I wanted to know what they knew. Or what their secrets were. So once a week maybe. After being at school all week. They would sit at the counter at 3 and 4. 4 and 5. 5 and 6. Because again one year apart. As they grew up. And then one day. Uh oh. They gave you a list like I just gave you. Yes. And (laughs) I stroked the fuck out. I hit the floor. I'm like and we're done with 60 seconds at the counter. You know them all. Punani. Tang. You could have done it alphabetically, right? You just did all the P's right there. Hump pad. I can't think of anything. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what. They Mounds of joy. Mounds. I don't, know. I don't spend a lot of time. I'm not like in as Alaskan talking about snow. I don't have a whole lot of names <laughs> for this. You know, it's just the way it is. That's a good one, uh, dear <laughs> listeners. Write in. It would probably be better if you wrote to Brilliant Observations at gmail.com. But any way you want, write in and let us know. What? Do you want to write me directly? You could do that too. How uh, bad was it? Were you running the real ones in your head when I was sitting there failing? No, or were you so focused on the timer you were having your own level of fits and You strats? absolutely get me. Okay. Wow, it feels good. I <laughs> focused on nothing but the timer and doing little hash marks to say how many you got through. So I love this and hate this all at the same time. <laughs> Sounds like life. Let's. I'm willing to stress out over the timer as long as I'm not the bitch on that side of it. So yeah, send us more. We love it. We want and it. It should be things I know, really, because then I'll do better. That's my one of my favorite quotes from Clueless. A- ask her. <laughs> ask her questions think after she, she got hit in the head. Think she knows. What's, What's five plus five? Yeah. Think she knows. <laughs> okay. Rolling with the homies. That's right. Yeah. So that is that is uh, now my new favorite segment. Thank you so much, <laughs> Annie, for sending that one in. And dear listeners, do not stop. Oh. Brings you joy. What brings you joy? I did that because of my friends and seeing them. And, and there's the, are there smells or sights that bring you joy? I'm going to wrap up with this because I want to know from our listeners, too, what brings them joy. Fresh cut grass smell, the sound. When I used to wait with my kids for the camp bus to come pick them up, it was like early summer mornings. It's the smell of 
sunblock that's on my kids, the sound of the birds and the thickness of the heat that's coming for the day. And then the smell of the... About, well, there's something about the diesel engine that you hear in the offing. It's like, you know, you know that it's approaching and it is it can only be the school bus. And in your case, if it is the bus that's taking them away for two whole months of freedom, I can't imagine. Oh, I meant day camp. Just like the morning oh. coming for day camp. Yeah. Oh, I hated when they took them away for two whole months. But... But that you did there's not that, hate that. No, I you loved my summer. history. I cried every time. I cried every time. You Maybe are, not the last time when they had a, a car attached. with them. You are a little attached. You cried when they came home and left you out of breakfast. That's what you cried over. Yeah, you cry baby. I am a cry baby, especially now. I have another kid leaving in the fall. I have no idea where she's going. I'm pretty sure she hates me. I, I. Well, how does she hate you now? I don't know because she's picking. Tiny liberal arts colleges in the middle of nowhere, and I want her to pick a university somewhere near me and maybe a little less expensive. And when I think like, you have the answer in the question, and maybe when she gets money from a school <laughs> and I get excited and she's still like, I'm not going to your alma mater, drop it, bitch. I think, hmm. has she officially already picked and you're just pretending that she hasn't? No, she hasn't heard from 75% of her schools, so nothing has happened. I know, which is the only reason I'm unplugging from this and just letting it ride until I'm not going to get upset. My new motto in life. I'm not going to get upset until I have something to get upset about. (laughs) For example, last week they said it's going to be the worst, a terrible snow season here. And I I got upset. And then I thought, I'm not getting upset until there's until there's snow, until there's something to get upset about. So I'm going to disengage and fill the bunker with foods that I will stay for all winter and never leave the house again. <laughs> oh, my God. The world is outside your house. You know this. You've, you've ventured outside more than you think you have. I have. Oh, my God. I went to Connecticut. I didn't stop in those four hours you on the way there or back. The visit that you had to Connecticut was less people than the visit that you have to the farmer's market, the Amish market. Not the way I do it. Each week. Do they do they empty out the farmer's market and you get to shop it like the president when no one's in there? I go first thing in the morning before anybody's there. Oh, I mean, I have problems. I know. I have dysfunctions. You don't need to remind no, I, me. I'm not, I'm not trying to change you. I'm trying to tell you that you're you're getting a lot of... I'm, I'm pointing out to you yeah, that that the breakthrough that you've had about no, not here, no need for crazy, right? Yeah, right. That that same <laughs> level of response yeah. can apply to all of your COVID life. But I have to tell you, I do open up the gates a little, and then something happens to me, like you had with your proud boys asshole coming on your plane. Like I'm okay, I'm comfortable, I'm I'm on a plane, I'm traveling. But your and then body tells that, you your body then, tells you this is a problem right now. <laughs> yeah, there's a stimulus that happens, okay. like like that hat or like a person coughing up a lung behind me in line, and I think, oh my god, oh my god, I've got to get back to my vacuumed house. Like I've got to get back to my tiny little pocket of safety. Meanwhile. My friends know this about me, dear listener. And while I was with Amy and my friend Crit and my friend Aaron, they talked about peripheral exposures they've had. And then they all turned and looked at me like, is she going to freak out and run? Like They <laughs> definitely know me to be uh, a flight risk. I'm going to say that. I'm a flight risk. So 
they all said, oh, you know, I can't see this guy for two weeks because his kid knew somebody in school who had COVID and he was peripherally. And then everybody looked at me like, did you say the C word in this house? The password is exposure. Flea. Yeah. COVID. (laughs) So I was like, I'm here. I mean, I'm not about to drive home. I'm fine. Give me another margarita. It'll be okay. And I I understand. I truly don't understand the lack of comfort that you feel being fully up to the boosted tip top inoculated. I I think now that if you intellectually, I could tell you I am protected as long as I will still wear a mask probably forever. But um, it's more PTSD. Like it's more I've been so scared and I'm slowly coming out. Everybody just sprung out of their shell. I am not a springer. There's no spaniel in me. I am slowly creep. I'm turtling out of the shell to, to life again, even though everybody's like, Oh, that same guy at the school board meeting said, right outside of our town, nobody's wearing masks. COVID's over. N- no, <laughs> no, it's not. You That's fucking right. moron. But again, nobody Gay can teens argue. aren't a thing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I know listening and hearing and being educated on a topic is not always a good thing. Like knowing less, he's happier. Like he's just a happier person. Knowing nothing. He's not happy. He doesn't know what happiness is. I don't know. Yeah. He read that book. He seemed he to enjoy it when he was reading it. My Lord. God <laughs> bless him. I'm sending you a link of our God school board meeting. Bless him. God bless him. With the time counter. Dear listener, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. Dear listener, what brings you joy? Dear listener, tell us lists for Amy for 30 seconds, not 60 seconds at the counter. And I'll make it think she knows because I really feel like I can impress you guys and I didn't. I feel like I can. I feel like I could do it. I, th- I can do it. So you don't think it's the timer? So it's the timer. You could have. No, I, I'm sure I have. No, I could diagnose all the reasons that I failed at this task. I'm what I'm. You what did I'm not fail. On, no, you didn't what, fail. Of course I did. What I'm focused on is I. I have to win at this task. So I have to ignore the fact that I failed it and do it again. Winning is is winning. Winning is giving the perfect list. The enviably perfect list. Dear listener, bring this to your Christmas dinner. While you're eating seven fish, I could do ask better than I did. everybody at the table to give you synonyms for lady genitalia. And I will do better than I did. But the problem is once See it's out there. But you know, there is no secret. There is no secret game show uh, airtight soundproof box. Once it's out there, everyone else does better, including me. With the knowledge. It only works. Right. You could only you do better You can't do it twice. Right. It's only when somebody's like in their right, car and has not arrived. That's the only person who can compete against you and play again. Right? Yeah. Once but you've done it, you're done. That's it. You get one shot. Your friend, uh, I don't know, let's say Green's Burrito is going to his Christmas dinner. You yes. don't think nobody there is listening to our podcast. He can ask. Give me no, in he 30 can- seconds. Yes, yes, yes. But it's in a party situation. Everyone wants to do it. And once it's been oh. done once, you no, can't do it again. It's a different you, topic. And then if you have a different topic, now it's not the same thing because you're not really comparing right. how people totally do it because different. it's a totally different topic. Yes. Like if you would ask me types of oranges, I would have done so great. And I know there's probably only five. I don't know why <laughs> okay. I picked that, I don't know why I picked I'm that like, category. Go. <laughs> Sumo, navel, round. <laughs> Orange. Yellow. Red. Tangerine, clementine, don't come at me because they're not the same. Shut it. Citrus. Thank you for listening. <laughs> we love you. Florida! Bye! <laughs> <laughs>
Seedless!